strange stories of peculiar people and extraordinary events throughout history. This is Notorious Narratives. Hi and welcome to Notorious Narratives. I'm Robin. And I'm Jen. And today we are going to talk about the Leaning Tower of Pisa. All right then. Let's get at it. So the Leaning Tower of Pisa, or simply the Tower of Pisa, is a freestanding bell tower of the Cathedral of the Italian city of Pisa, known worldwide for its unintended tilt. The tower is situated behind the Pisa Cathedral and is the third oldest structure in the city's cathedral square after the cathedral and the Pisa Baptistry. The tower's tilt began during construction in the 12th century, caused by an inadequate foundation on the ground that was too soft on one side to properly support the structure's weight. It's pretty shitty that it was only too soft on half. Only half. So the tilt increased in decades before the structure was completed in the 14th century. It gradually increased until the structure was stabilized and the tilt was partially corrected by efforts in the late 20th and earliest 21st centuries. So the height of the tower is 183.27 feet from the ground on the low side and it is 185.93 feet on the high side. The width of the walls at the base is roughly around 8 feet. And its weight is uh, estimated to be about 14,500 metric tons. The tower has 296 or 294 steps because the seventh floor has two fewer steps on the north-facing staircase. I don't know how that is even possible. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess on the shorter side, it needed a couple less steps. <laughs> it's like, so technically it has two, like it's 296, but then maybe it's only 294. I don't know. That feels like a physics problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like a beautiful mind. Like I can see the leaning tower. I can see the stairs. My brain grape. Yes, my brain grape might pop Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. But I'm pretty sure that if I don't think about it too much, I can just accept that, oh, well, it's shorter on one side and it's two less stairs. Yep. So prior to the restoration work performed between uh, 1990 and 2001, the tower leaned at an angle of 5.5 degrees, but the tower now leans at 3.99 degrees. So they've made some improvements. It's like it's on sale. (laughs) (laughs) it's only 3.99 so there has been some controversy about the real identity of the architect of the leaning tower of pisa for many years the design was attributed to the guglielmo and bonanno pisano a well-known 12th century resident artist of pisa famous for his bronze casting particular in the pisa duomo pisano left pisa in 1185 for sicily only to come back to die in his hometown a piece of cast bearing his name was discovered at the foot of the tower in 1820, but this may be also related to the bronze door and the facade of the cathedral that was destroyed in 1595. In 2001, study seems to indicate Dio de Stalvi was the original architect due to the time of the construction and the affinity with the other de Stalvi's works, notably the bell tower of San Nicola and the baptistry, both in Pisa. Construction of the tower occurred in three stages over 199 years. Work on the ground floor of the white marble uh, entryway began in August 14, 1173, during a period of military success and prosperity. This ground floor is a blind arcade articulated by engaged columns with classical Corinthian capitals. And that's basically the face that you say when you look at the pizza. So it's like super pretty and made of marble because the town was doing well at the time. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Later, it's going to be made of, like, paper mache and shit. <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh, well, it's leaning. I don't care. Prop it up with sticks. Some mud. It's good to go. <laughs> the tower began to sink after construction had progressed to the second floor in 1178. 
This was due to a mere three meter foundation set in weak, unstable subsoil, a design that was flawed from the beginning. Construction was subsequently halted for almost a century because the Republic of Pisa was almost continually engaged in battles. Uh, no time for their broken, uh, broken tower. No. No time for this foolishness. Too busy fighting for their country. <laughs> so this allowed time for the underlying soil to settle. Otherwise, the, the tower would have almost certainly toppled. So as it rested, it actually supported itself. Oh, well, hey, man. It's like, at this point, you're like, yay, war? No war? Like, what's going on? Thank you, but no thank you? I guess it's a good thing we didn't have to waste all that marble. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I think once you cut marble, you're kind of done. Like One can't set, you can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. That's it. In 1198, clocks were temporarily installed on a third floor of the unfinished construction. For some reason, they just loved their clocks. It was pretty. It was But only on the third floor. But only on the third floor. The first two floors didn't need clocks. Like, half of it was in the ground. So... I mean, but you would think that, like, first floor would... I guess it's, like, eye level, so if you're far away from it, you can see it instead of up close. You know what I mean? Oh, so they were, like, clocks on the outside. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, just a wall clock inside. Oh, no, no. Just clocks. See, I mean... Clocks on the tower. You... I was not back to the future, like, clock tower thinking. So sorry. I, I don't know. I was you're thinking. like, oh, a kitchen clock. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I was thinking of, like, the <laughs> kitty cat kitchen clock with, like, the tail that goes side to side. Sometimes I'm smart. Not always. always. Not always. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's, you know. Trying like, to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to. <laughs> Podcasts on yeah, podcast your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. So mm. in 1272, construction resumed under Giovanni di Simone, an architect of the Compasanto, in an effort to con in an effort to compensate for the tilt, the engineers built upper floors with one side taller than the other. Because of this, the tower is curved. Construction was halted again in 1284 when the town of Pisa was defeated by the Genoese in the Battle of Maloria. Sure. Poor tower. So the seventh floor was completed in 1319. This is the yes. floor that the stairs get weird on. <laughs> it was completed in 1319. The bell chamber was finally added in 1372. It was built by Tommasano D'Andre Pisano, who succeeded in harmonizing the Gothic elements of the bell chamber with the Romanesque style of the tower. There are seven bells, one for each note of the musical major scale. The largest one was installed in 1655, and after a phase of between the years of 1990 and 2001 of structural strengthening, the tower is currently undergoing gradual surface restoration, 
in order to repair any kind of visible damage, mostly corrosion and blackening of the marble. These are particularly pronounced due to the tower's age and the exposure to the elements, wind, rain, and all that fun stuff. Let's get into some some fun facts. Dun-da-da-da. Robin's Fun Facts. Pisa edition. (laughs) That was pizza, not pizza. She does have pizza on her shirt, though. I do. I wore my pizza shirt. You wore your pizza shirt for your pizza episode. Was that intentional? No, I actually wasn't. Are you sure? Yeah, it's the only thing clean. Fun fact. All right. So Galileo is said to have dropped two cannonballs of different masses from the tower to demonstrate that their speed of descent was independent of their mass. However, the only primary source for this is the biography that was written by his secretary, Vincenzo Vivani, and published in 1717, long after Viviani's death. So is it true? We don't know, but it's pretty cool to know that he used the Tower of Pisa to make well, any type of- Well, I will side note for just a moment. I do love that the secretaries were male. Excuse me, Vincenzo, take a note. I need a secretary named Vincenzo. I mean, I could probably get one pretty easily. I mean, we are in North Jersey. Absolutely. So during World War II, the Allies suspected that the Germans were using the Tower as an observation post. Because we have to remember Italy- is fascist in World War II with Mussolini. A U.S. Army sergeant sent to confirm the presence of the German troops in the tower, but was impressed by the beauty of the cathedral and its uh, campanile, which was the, the bell tower, and thus refrained from ordering an artillery strike, sparing it from destruction. Well, that's nice. Can you believe that if it actually did occur? I don't really don't think that anyone would really know what it was. It would be gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like... That's a crazy. lot of documentation back then for it. He was like, ooh, this is really beautiful and really old. Maybe we shouldn't shit it up. He was like the one awesome, like... Sergeant. I, well, yeah, because I can't imagine that there can be too many military men who are in the middle of world fucking war too, fighting fascists in central Italy and go, you know what? That's a really beautiful old tower. It seems pretty important. Maybe we shouldn't bomb it. Maybe we could just walk in and, and get them out. <laughs> yeah, you don't know? order it. Yeah, don't order the, the the strike. Don't order the strike. Let's let's just leave that as it is and just move on. Yeah. Especially if they're just using it as a watchtower. It's like, you know. Well. And that's only like the only herd that they were using as a watchtower. It was, however, considered important to retain their current tilt due to the role that is the element played in promoting the tourism industry of Pisa. Yeah, if they fixed it, nobody then, would give a shit. Let's go see the fixed Tower of Pisa. <laughs> we'll just go see this tower. I mean, no one can do those like crazy, stupid little things that look know, like they're holding the, it up. Right? The photo from a distance where yeah. it looks like you're holding it up or looks like it's squashing you. Yeah, or this one girl, I saw one that uh, ice cream cone on top of it and it looks like she's eating ice cream cone. with like, yeah. the t- like whatever. But that's what I mean. It's like, I'm sure there are many, many beautiful structures in Italy much older than anything Romance. we have here in the United States. But what sets that apart? Yeah. Right? Well, that whole area, because it's it's the tower, and then it's the cathedral, and then the baptistry. So it's there's like, ca- a cathedral in every fucking town I know, there. I know, but it's, like, it's all, great because it's the all three at once. But they come for the Leaning Tower. Of course they come for the Leaning Tower. It's like every person I know that goes to Italy, they go see some amazing cathedral. Never the same one twice. I have no idea where these people are going. I wish I was going. The pasta always looks amazing. But sidetrack, side note, <laughs> Noki. They really can't fix it. No. You know, Noki's my favorite. 
A multinational task force of engineers, mathematicians, and historians gathered on the Azores Islands to discuss stabilization methods. It was found that the tilt was increasing in combination with the softer foundations on the lower side. Many methods were proposed to stabilize the tower, including the addition of 800 tons of lead counterweights to the raised end of the base. The tower was closed to the public on January 7, 1990, after two decades of stabilization studies and spurred by the abrupt collapse of the civic tower of Pavia in 1989. The bells were removed to relieve some of the weight, and cables were then cinched around the third level and anchored several hundred feet meters away. Yeah, I remember somebody that I knew went, and there were like, I saw cables when I was like in high school or something, I saw pictures. There's also um, they weren't able to go in, but they were, could take the pictures. And I saw the cables, and I was like, "Wow, that's all that's holding it up." I mean, they were like those big fucking like construction steel cables, like straight up bridge style. But it's it's pretty intense, though. So I mean, it got to a point where apartments and houses in the path of the tower were vacated for safety in case it actually did topple over. So they really thought it was going to go down. I mean, it's how many tons of marble falling on someone's house, yeah. home, person. Any kind of area. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Yeah, you'd be squashed. The solution chosen to prevent the collapse of the tower was to slightly straighten it by removing 1,342 cubic feet of soil from underneath the raised end. The tower was straightened by about 17.7 inches, returning it to its original position that it was in, in 1838. Okay, so they they so gained they gained some some erased nearly 200 years mm-hmm. of lean. After a decade of corrective con- reconstruction and stabilization efforts, the tower was reopened to the public on December 15th of 2001 and was declared stable for at least another 300 years. Okay. In total, though, 70 As metric- long as there's not an earthquake, right? Well, I'll get to that. Oh. You're going to be excited. So- <laughs> Do you make it sound like I'm excited for natural disasters? It's is that just, what you're trying to say about me as a human, Robin? No. Maybe. Mm, but I'm seeing your eyes, side glance, a little judgment there. A little judgment. I, I turned my face from you. Um, <laughs> but in total, about 70 metric tons of earth was removed in order to get this building stabilized. It's a big pile of dirt. Yeah, so in May of 2008, engineers announced the tower had been stabilized such that it had stopped moving for the first time in its entire history. Good work, math. Yeah, good work, good work. So <laughs> I believe in those mathematicians and architects. So good you might job. think that, like, wow, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, it's great. It's a tower that leans. What's so great about it? So some may say that, oh, wow, you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa is just known for its tilt. Yeah. And it's so popular because of that. But what what people don't know is that there's other things that tilt. And it's actually in competition with the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I guess it's it's to gain excitement or to gain more tourism to say, hey, yeah, that's that's tilted. But so is this. So come over and see our tilted structure. So the Guinness Book of World Records actually has documented ranks based on who's more tilted than the other. Oh, good Lord. So two German churches have challenged tower's status as the world's most lopsided building. The 15th century square uh, called Leaning Tower of Surhausen and the 14th century bell tower in the town of Bad Frankenhausen. And <laughs> it's called Bad Frankenhausen. I am not I am not challenging your pronunciation. I'm just saying that's a really fucking funny word. I know. But 
So were they built crooked or did they become crooked? No one fixes them in hopes that they'll become as popular as yes, Leaning Tower. Yes and no. I re- so I'm right on both accounts. I like it. Okay, like so it. the records measure that the Pisa and the Sohausen Towers <laughs> finding the former's tilt to be 3.97 degrees. So as before, we said that Pisa now is 3.99. Okay, so that one's really close. Mm-hmm. In June of 2010, the record certified that the Capitol Gate Building in Abu Dhabi was was noted as the world's furthest leaning man-made tower. So the Capitol Gate Tower has an 18-degree slope, almost five times more than the than the Pisa Tower. However, the Capitol Gate Tower has been deliberately engineered to slant. Oh, I don't like it. No. Mm-mm. Deliberately, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's very big. It's very, very tall, and I don't like it. I don't oh, care yeah. how much math went into that. I don't feel like it's safe. <laughs> So, Capital Gate um, is a no-go for me. I mean, Abu Dhabi is pretty much a no-go for me. I just don't like it that hot anywhere. Oh, no. I would. Oh. So some more things about the Tower of Pisa. Pisa got its name in 600 BC from a Greek word meaning marshy land. So it doesn't mean doughy cheese and sauce. It doesn't mean soggy bread. This is a real uh, real letdown for me, Robin. I'm not going <laughs> So there are several other towers in Pisa also uh, that lean. The bell tower at the at the church of St. Michel de Scalzi and the bell tower at the church of St. Nicola. Apparently everything leans. They have some shitty ground. The cathedral and the baptistry around uh, Tower of Pisa is also sinking. Well, yeah. I mean, like you can imagine the like if area. the ground is just garbage and they didn't build actual foundations. Galileo was baptized in the Baptist Strait in 1565, so I think that's why he did all of his, like, different types of things. Well, if it's true or not. Well, I mean, if he's from there, I mean, like, why wouldn't you, right? And um, the foundation of the cemetery in Caposanto in that area is made up of 53 shiploads of earth that were brought back from the hill of Calvary in in Jerusalem. They bring earth to stabilize. From Jerusalem? Jerusalem, Yeah. Did they bring it because it was— Probably a holy— A holy building? probably. Interesting. So um, (laughs) the Tower of Pisa has survived everything from four powerful earthquakes to two world wars. Now engineers may have solved the mystery of how the building was managed to survive undamaged for centuries. Ironically, the reason the tower is tilted is also why it survived so long. A man named George Milokadis of the University of Bristol's Department of Civil Engineering said that the very same soil that caused a leaning instability and brought the tower on the verge of collapse can be credited for the helping it to survive the— It's literally like being on a trampoline. The seismic uh, events. Yeah, it's like being on a trampoline. You can't break it. Break it. It's like because the ground is—gives mm-hmm. underneath it and doesn't— the height and stiffness of the yeah. tower, along with the softness of the soil underneath right. it, reduces vibration in such like a, a way that the tower doesn't shake during an earthquake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has been the key to its survival. How much do you wish that you could have, like, a video camera set up and watch the Leaning Tower during an earthquake and watch the ground moving and it being like, it's like, yo, what's the big deal? Yeah. Like, we do this every day. It's like, it's a party. Yeah. Because Italy is located on multiple fault lines, earthquakes have played an important part in its history. So given the vulnerability of the structure, which barely manages to stand vertically, it would be expected to sustain serious damage or even collapse during even moderate seismic activity. But thanks to the softness of the soil underneath, it begins to tilt, stays tilted, and is pretty proud of it. There you go. She just she just stands crooked. Take me at my flaws. Yep. She doesn't come perfect, but she's still pretty hot. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the story of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. No matter how much work you get done, you're still just a little crooked. Just another notorious narrative. There we go. It's better. And she takes it home. And she takes it home. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, there are a couple of things that you can do to help us out. You can leave a positive review wherever you're listening now. You can also go to patreon.com forward slash notorious narratives, where you can access content that is exclusive for our patrons. And remember, keep it weird and never stop exploring.